With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. SEN Chief Reporter Sammy Edmund joins me thanks to Coolabar Turf, Victoria's premier supplier of instant launch. Sammy, welcome to you. I think you're just back from the Giants launch, aren't you? No, I'm not, Dwayne, but uh, I'm happy to say I was. Uh, we, we did a buy. Uh, we, we did. Uh, the Giants might be launching a little bit later on in the evening. They've got a bit ah, of a, okay. a gathering, a dinner uh, this, this evening uh, with members of the media, but I am uh, otherwise engaged. But I, I wanted to ask you this, actually. Uh, how do you know when footy's back, Dwayne? Now, it is has to be when the MRO is absolutely in the crosshairs. And nothing like an early test for Crusoe down there at AFL has to. He's got his hands full before the season has even begun with the likes of Trent Cochin, Jordan Dugowie, Braden Proust, and there might even be a couple of others they're looking at down there. Now, we're still a couple of hours away at least from hearing uh, the verdicts wow. on these. Uh, might even be closer to 5 o'clock. Timelines are dangerous to mention. But uh, he has had a full book to work with Michael Christian, and we have had to wait, haven't we, over the weekend? I think when we get in season, it'll be back to our normal service of, um, I guess, adjudications on these things coming within the 24 hours immediately after the game. But uh, we're going to get the full wash-up in its entirety later on this afternoon. Now, where do you want to begin with these three? Well, Jordan to go was last Thursday. Yep. Um, so it's been a while. Well, I'm, I'm, it's, a, it's a broken record for me. I, I think my finding, if the AFL Players Association ever allowed it, would be an incident like Jordan Dugowie where uh, there's a sling, it's dangerous, no injury, but it's really dangerous. Mm. I'm just making it a five grand first time and a one-game suspension or whatever it is after that for the second time. I'm of the fine realm for this. I'm of the fine realm for Trent Cotchin as well, but we know that they'd rather suspend than fine because they reckon that fines don't hurt. But I reckon if you make the fines 10 grand, they're going to hurt. There'll be a mark where the fines start hurting, but obviously they'd rather suspend. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, with the fines for Trent Koch, I mean, he's had so many near misses of late. I mean, almost a charmed run where he's been regularly cited, but actually not suspended since 2010. Now, he's been sanctioned financially for a lot of these sort of indiscretions. Now, the most recent of them came, uh, obviously, in the third quarter of this clash against Melbourne on the Saturday evening. He threw his forearm into James Harms neck behind the play, gave away a free kick, um, just dropped the left forearm into him. And Harms sort of looked up, didn't he, Dwayne, with a look of seriously, mate. Yeah, like you're yeah. doing that now. So, if you run through the table of offences, intentional low impact and high contact is one week. Now he'd have to argue careless to get it off. Um, was he trying to shrug harms off him, for example, to get up? Uh, with Dion Presti hurt again, and we still await word from Richmond on him. It's a strained peck this time at the weekend for for Dion, who's got uh, some more injury concerns. That they would love, obviously, Cochin out there for mid midfield rotation. I would have thought, notwithstanding the reinforcements they've brought in this part of the ground. But it'll be interesting to see how Michael Christian looks at uh, looks at Trent Cochin for sure later on today. Any update on... I saw a report that GMHBA Stadium won't have a new grandstand finished until after the season. Did you see that report on the weekend by one newspaper column? It wasn't a football article. It was about steel being imported from overseas. But there was an indicator in that that 
that the grandstand at Geelong is not going to be finished until after the season. Well, I've, 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 look, obviously we knew it wasn't going to be ready for the start of the season. I thought it was going to be finished uh, like you in, in the middle of the season or three quarters yeah. away through the campaign. But yeah, construction materials not my forte, Dwayne. Um, I just oh. did a, a Renault myself, and um, yes, the the, the supply uh, is an issue for steel and timber, and I can tell you what, everything is mightily expensive at the moment. So look, um, they're just dealing with it like everyone else, I suppose. Uh, the cats. Uh, just quickly on Braden Proust, uh, no stranger this part of the game either with the MRO. So suspended three times last year. Here's the other one out of the weekend. He did in fact give away seven frees on the weekend, Dwayne. Uh, the, mm. the next most frees against was three. So he did lay that uh, potentially dangerous tackle on Tom Berry, uh, flipping the young son midair. Now Berry did obviously jump to release that handball, which could be a factor, of course. Just the coach, Adam Kingsley. Now we hear coaches go into bat for their players quite often, but have a listen to this response from the new GWS coach and his defence of uh, Braden Proust, his, his big ruckman in the aftermath of this game at the weekend. Oh, to be quite fair, I want our big blokes playing like midfielders and, and tackling and chasing is a key part of that. Uh, his tackle today, I thought I thought his intention and his technique was was outstanding. I thought it was, uh, you know, he got in low, tackled low. The, the, the bloke he was tackling, I can't remember who exactly it was, but he jumped. So that's, uh, that's a part of the game. Uh, but I thought from a technical perspective, Prusy was perfect in that tackle. Uh... So there you go. That was the coach, uh, Adam Kingsley, on Braden Proust. Dwayne, again, another fascinating one. Uh, so early in that, well, in fact, before the season's even begun. And just coming back to Dugowie. Blame the other guy. The yeah, other well, guy jumped. Well, yeah, the other guy jumped. Exactly. That's your alibi. Uh, Lloyd Meek, no medical issue, I'm told. So he wasn't concussed. I'm not even sure he did. Uh, he needed a test. But the question will be, of course, did Jordan Dugowie breach his duty of care? Um and what a big decision this will be uh, with round one on the horizon against the Cats for Collingwood. In fact, there are so many highly anticipated games straight off the bat, Dwayne. I'm always all about Carlton and Richmond early, given, you know, Richmond are rejuvenated. Carlton have uh, just got to do something this year. So there's an immediate high-stakes sort of flavour to this one. But then you see what the dogs rolled out at the weekend. Can they, mm. can they um, really ask the right questions of Melbourne's defence? Um, and then there's this particular game with Geelong and Collingwood, which has got obvious interest as well. But uh, I tell you, the AFL this morning advised that that Richmond-Carlton game had sold out when it comes to general admission as well. So, so while we're on the subject of uh, of stadiums and facilities and like, the MCG will be chock-a-block come uh, Thursday week for this season opener between the Tigers and the Blues, Dwayne. So what about the other round one ticket sales? I understand there's a few of those games uh, outside of the Thursday just about done. Yep, I think sales. I think that's the case. Yeah, I think the appetite for for so far this season is on uh, is on record pace. It's going to be absolutely enormous, Dwayne. I, I think the pick up um, and the take up of these tickets early on um, is to be commended. I mean, with all the cost of living pressures and the, and the like, I think it's probably surprised the AFL how well it's gone. Um, I think it could be a massive round one, and they've certainly structured it as such with the, with the fixture, haven't they? Um, bit of Formula One news. Miserable start yes. to the career of Oscar Piastri in Bahrain. Well, it had started promisingly, hadn't it? But in the end, a big fat DNF, an electrical issue to go with the gearbox. He qualified 18th leading in. I think I saw him as high as 11th at one stage, uh, Dwayne, with uh, with teams pitting and, and various strategies in play. Red Bull go the 1-2, of course, with Verstappen, who won from Poland. Uh, Sergio Perez behind him um, in second position. But uh, we expect big things from Oscar, Oscar Piastri, um, but a disappointing opening for him, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Max Verstappen just keeps on keeping on. Hey, what's the biggest story for you? Dolphins winning uh, with Wayne Bennett beating the Roosters or the Man U Liverpool result? He didn't miss anyone, Wayne Bennett. I'll tell you what, Liverpool didn't miss anything either when it came to finding the back of the net. I couldn't get past this one. 7-0 
in the Premier League. Now, United third on the table. They're hoping for big things this year. Well, they got sat on their backsides at Anfield. A 7-0 thumping at Anfield. They were ro- they were rocking over there, Dwayne. Now, they, the Reds didn't actually open the scoring until the fir- 43rd minute. And then the floodgates opened. They scored six times in 40 second half minutes. It was unbelievable scenes. Gakpo and Salah with a brace each. So, um, look, Arsenal, the pace setters, magnificent win from them over the weekend. But uh, Liverpool, could they get on a bit of a roll? We've said that a few times over the last couple of months. But could they finally get on a bit of a roll, Dwayne, and push for the top four? Yeah, it's, uh, I like the fact that we're getting to the pointy end of a couple of comps. Uh, more interested in the EPL coming up from me. And, yeah, the NBA is warming up too. So we'll talk oh, yeah. about that at some stage. Hey, great to have you, Sammy. Always good to be uh, able to have you on my show. So thanks for jumping on and uh, look forward to you being a regular in 2023. Let's do it again tomorrow, Dwayne. Sammy Evans joining us. Thanks to Coolabar Turf, Victoria's premier supplier of instant lawn. If you've got something from another sport outside of AFL you'd like to address, jump on the line now if it's been lost in the wash. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you're a Manchester United fan, Reeling today, give us a call, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. I understand there's a few people a bit like the AFL, not happy with Man U players laughing and hugging after the loss. So they talk about the same stuff we do on Talkback Radio here. It's one thing to have a loss, but to see your players laughing and hugging opposition players after it, it makes you a little bit upset when you're in the stands and you take it to heart more than the players do.